What's up, everybody, and welcome to the iReach Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Robinson, founder and CEO of Construct Reach, a national consultancy and initiative that aims to diversify the construction, design, and innovation industries and empower a younger generation. Every single week, we are here merging education, industry, and culture with a variety of featured guests that you do not want to miss. So let's go. I reach. All right. What's up, everybody? We are back here for another episode of I reach. And of course, another amazing guest. We have got Leandris Whedon on. Leandris, what's up, man? What's going on, Paul? How are you this afternoon? I'm good. I'm good, man. Listen, we just going to chop it up. Um, just talk about you, man. It's, it's going to be about you, um, you know, as we just try to provide any type of, of education, man, um, insights into this industry of construction. And so, and man, tell us a little bit about your, your journey and your story and how you got into this industry. Will do. I mean, I start off, uh, I like the STL hat, you know, yeah. St. Louis, that's, that's pretty much where I grew up at. Uh, I grew up in the North suburbs of St. Louis, what most people call North County, uh, Ferguson, Florissant area. And really how I got into construction was uh, through my grandfather. My grandfather, my dad, I used to do uh, work with them in the summer. We started doing uh, fire restoration jobs and we do small little commercial jobs. So that's how I got interested in the trades. Uh, I knew at an early age construction was something that I always wanted to do, uh, just trying to figure out which avenue I wanted to get into. So I ended up going to school, uh, getting a degree in construction management from SIU Edwardsville and been working in the industry ever since, since 2005. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. That's good. You know, one of the things that we try to do here uh, within this podcast, man, and as well as the company of Construct Reach, you know, is to, of course, bring more visibility uh, to a younger and, of course, diverse demographic, man, because we don't have that representation, right, that we should within the industry. And so, you know, when you go back to, to kind of your childhood, you know, yours is a pretty unique, man, because not not too many, right? Like kids have an introduction into the industry that young, right? So it yes. seems like that had a, a big role kind of during some very formative years for you, man, into this industry of construction and then you actually pursuing it and getting a, a, a career in it. Yeah, I would definitely say it did. You know, for me growing up, uh, I was kind of, in my mind, I, I thought I had two options. It was either sports or, you know, go go construction. So I, I did a combination of both. I, I was a collegiate athlete. And uh, like I say, construction was kind of all my always my thing. Even when I was a young kid growing up, I can remember being in, you know, like third, second grade. And there was everybody used to be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'd be like, man, I want to be a construction company owner. You know, <laughs> I want to work in construction. So it was just one of those things that I kind of always knew what I wanted to work in. Yeah, yeah. Man, I tell you, that early exposure is is key, man. Um, now, do you get a chance to um, to kind of go back and, and speak to to younger kids, man? Um, you know, they may not have a family member. They may not have that exposure into the industry. Uh, but, of course, you realize firsthand how significant that exposure is at an early age to the different career paths, pathways that exist. Do you find yourself kind of speaking to young people as well to uh, let them know that construction could be an option for them? Absolutely. That's that's definitely one of the things that I find myself in the last, you know, I'll say five to 10 years is, is trying to reach back to those who may not have the exposure to the industry. Um, whether it can be informal, just somebody say, hey, I know somebody who's graduating, don't want to go to college. I'm like, hey, yeah. that interested in construction, you know, plumber, pipe fitter, carpenter. 
uh, you know, sheet metal work or whatever it may be, and just trying to expose them to some of those lines of uh, work. I mean, it's even um, coming out of high school, those coming out of college, uh, I find myself reaching out to them. Uh, could be through LinkedIn or could be through a friend to just give them a, a listening ear, bounce some ideas off. Because a lot of times uh, that education you receive in college doesn't necessarily match up well with that real professional world. Because once yeah. you get out of college, it's a whole different ball game, you know. So it's kind of like, okay, where do I go? Do I want to go superintendent path? Do I want to go on the PM path? Do I want to be in pre-construction estimating? Uh, what should I be looking for salary-wise? So really – I just want to be kind of like lift as I climb and help the next generation, any questions they may have. So that's what I try to do uh, informally. I'm trying to get involved with ACE mentoring. Uh, with my travel schedule, I hadn't been, been able to do as much as that this year. Yeah. But that's another thing that I've been um, getting myself involved with as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good, man. So what what would you say to a young person, man, that that doesn't know – too much about this industry um you know like what what makes this industry one that that kept you right and that is keeping you what mm-hmm. is it about the construction industry man that that young people should know i would say uh the one word that comes to mind is opportunity mm-hmm. when i say opportunities not only opportunities for career advancement opportunities to get paid a good salary opportunities to make what we do better as an industry you know that's Tons of opportunities here, um, especially for diverse candidates, folks that look like myself. Yeah. I mean, you go to the trades, you go into management roles. I mean, we probably make up 8% of this industry, you know. So that in itself says, wow, there's this whole 92% of folks that we can kind of change the industry towards. So I encourage any young person, especially uh, diverse backgrounds to say hey if you want an opportunity instead of you going to school for four or five years take that four or five years learn a trade develop a skill and get paid at it and then by the time you know five six years come you can be making six figures just like somebody else down the road who didn't go to college yeah. said you took up a trade so just getting people to see that picture like man construction can really do that it's like yeah it's, it's a lot of opportunities here yeah yeah no that's good man you know, you touched on, you know, the the lack of kind of representation with within the industry, man. And of course, you know, we are we're definitely on that path of trying to to make it more diversified. Uh, we actually see those numbers rising. We see them rising with women as well, having more representation. Um, mm-hmm. What has made it what has made it a little bit challenging in your career um, with maybe not having as much representation within the industry as we would like to see or something else that's unrelated to kind of diversity. What's been the, what's been your biggest challenge? Um, I would say the biggest challenge for me personally is really just uh, trying to find that niche or that route that you fit in. And then oftentimes uh, you may not do the same things that some people that you work with, your colleagues do outside of work. So then you have to find other ways to relate to the people that you work with. So you can try to develop those, um, similar characteristics and bonding opportunities to put you in the right direction that you want to go to. Um, A lot of times it's really trying to find somebody who you can express yourself to when you have frustrations, when you want to do things in your career and really just see 
okay, is this person going to advocate for me? Not necessarily give me the path or hand me anything, but intentionally guide me in the right direction. If I tell them these are the things I want to do, what type of thing can I do to get here? What type of training can I take to get there? What type of leadership development courses can I be doing? What type of books can I be reading to continuously improve myself as a professional to get me to where I want to go? Yeah, yeah. No, mentorship is is huge, man. Did you have somebody um, that that you could kind of lean on and somebody that kind of filled that role as a as a mentor in, early in your career? Yeah, I've met uh, several people along the way. Um, yeah, I remember the first time I was a superintendent, I was working on a project in St. Louis, big uh, healthcare uh, patient tire expansion, and I remember the superintendent there. He kind of took me under his wing and he basically, we, we would walk the job. He would tell me to go look at things, point out stuff, go talk to this uh, particular trade tomorrow. And I still talk to that guy even to today, you know, and that was probably 12, 13 years ago, you know. So I knew then, you know, that that particular person, uh, he could be a sounding board for me, you know. So he was older. I think as he got up in his older age, he, he was uh, more mellow, more relaxed. I probably found him 10, 15 years before then. It may have been a different story. <laughs> but uh, I found a handful of people like that who kind of say, you know, hey, if you got any questions, you can give me a call. You can reach out to me and ask questions. If we don't know the answer, we can't come up with it. I'm sure we can find somebody that can. And so that type of thing is what I try to do to the next generation of younger folks is be that same, hey, don't feel afraid to give me a call. No question is a stupid question, you know. Yeah. If you have questions, maybe I have the answer, maybe I don't. But if I don't have the answer, I'm pretty sure we can find somebody that can get the answer. So. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's one of the things that we try to make sure we put an emphasis on, especially we're talking to young adults, man, um, and people just in general that are in their careers. I mean, mentorship is such a, a huge thing, man. It's so valuable to really lean on the insights and the wisdom that other people have or just connections, right, that, that yep. other people have because, you know, mentors can help in a variety of different ways. Um, now, did you pursue your mentors or did you wait for somebody to say, hey, I'm here if you need me, right? Um, I think it was kind of a little bit of both. Uh, mm. It kind of grew organically, and, yeah. I, and I've kind of taken pride in myself in, you know, maintaining and building relationships with people. Uh, whether it's, you know, personal or professional, because I believe that that's really this industry, specifically construction, is really as relationship-based. It's not necessarily what you know, but who you know. And then how do you take the time to cultivate those relationships? How do you find out how people work? Uh, not necessarily treat people how I want to be treated, but treat them how they want to be treated. Yeah. And so in order to do that, you got to take some time to get to know those people. It's going to require some patience along the way, a little affection and all things like that. So that's one of the things that I really um, pride myself on is, you know, cultivating and building relationships with people and then leveraging those relationships. Uh, maybe it's something that I need, a question I may have. Maybe I can connect somebody else with this individual that can help them on their career path and vice versa. You know, so, I mean, I really believe in helping people and then that same help is going to come back to me, you know, so try to live unselfishly, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. That's good. So what has been, you know, you've been in this industry for, for a long time, man. Um, mm -hmm. So you've seen a lot, you've gotten a chance to experience a lot. 
What's been what's been your proudest moment? Um, I would say recently here, um, probably last year after uh, Hurricane Ian, uh, I got a chance to be involved in helping restore a hospital that was damaged by the hurricane. I mean, I've done a lot of different types of projects in my career, but that was probably one of the more fulfilling uh, moments. Just going into this community two days after this hurricane hits, seeing all the devastation that it caused the community and knowing that in you know three weeks, we're going to have spaces open back up for this community for people to come back and let this hospital be a service to this community and be a part of that. It was uh, it was definitely a humbling experience. Yeah, man, that is uh, that is good, man. You know, and that's that's one of the the unique things that, that the construction industry has to offer is, you know, not only do we get a chance to to build right within these communities or cities that, you know, people have these experiences. And a lot of times when we think about experiences, of course, we're thinking all the good things. Right. Yep. Um, but yep. when you think about the construction industry, right building hospitals and, mm-hmm. and care facilities and things of that nature, you know, you get a chance to to really create these spaces that are safe havens, man, and that that really are, you know, um, I mean they 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 teeter on that line between life and death, right? When when you when you're building hospitals where people need care, you know, and if they don't have it, then of course, you know, God forbid, right? You have you have something that is is fatal. Um, yep. You know, you're thinking about when you think about the the hospital um, and being able to build such things like that, man. Where we go in and we're getting care uh, just for the well being of ourselves and our family and our communities. You know, construction plays a vital role in that, and so I mean, that's definitely you know something that is is fulfilling and I can see why that is right your your proudest moment man because that was directly attached to you know trauma that was directly attached to a catastrophe things that people lost that they couldn't get back but you know one of the things that they could have restored um you know was kind of a covering was that facility or what have you and then being mm-hmm. able to have that proper care and so being able to say yeah I, I contributed to that and I helped Right. In such a way to where people could at least pick up the pieces, if you will, and um, and find some sense of, of healing and closure, man, as they move on. So now that's good. You know, when we think about this, this industry and um, kind of the lack of awareness that, that mm-hmm. people have regarding what you can do within the industry of construction. Um, what I like to do, man, is just kind of spend a little time kind of talking about maybe your current role and, and what you do, uh, because that a lot of times that helps, right, with with people not knowing what they can do and what are all of the ins yep. and outs or what have you, but kind of at a high level, man, like let's talk about your your current role and, and what you do just to try to bring some visibility to a career pathway that they may not know about. Okay. So currently I am uh, more in the operations side of things. Um, I've been at the company I'm at now for about almost two years. Uh, was hired here to be a superintendent, uh, working on the job site, had an opportunity come out to where I can uh, now be a more a, what we would call a lean construction manager, a lean advocate, really looking to uh, improve the way that we do things uh, from an efficiency standpoint, some of the processes we do, uh, bringing more schedule reliability to projects and really just trying to incorporate uh, the science behind production and bring that to a construction job site. So it's kind of a unique role now. Um, 
but I mean, again, I've, I've been uh, in a superintendent role, been assistant PM, been project manager, started off as a project engineer. So there's several different different pathways you can take. And I've been on a lot of those pathways, even dabbled a little bit in pre-construction pre side of things. So for me, I just wanted to be more of a well-rounded construction professional, uh, learn the building side of it, learn the uh, PM side of things, and then kind of bring all that together and try to be a well-rounded construction professional because there's so much you could do inside the industry once you get in. It's almost like, wow, I never knew all these things existed. You know, you just drive past construction sites, you see some trailers set up, you see this building yeah. going up, but the magic really happens there at the job site, you know? So it's almost like, come go and see and really see what's going on in the construction industry. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to your word, man, opportunity, right? Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that is that is good, man. So, you know, with you having so many different roles within the industry, um, pretty much being brought up in the industry, man, you know, you go back to being in school and teacher asking you, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everybody else is saying kind of the more popular, maybe handful of professors. And you're saying, I want to be in construction, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, what would you like to see change within the industry or more of? Um, I'd like to see more of a, a mentorship in the industry, uh, not only from, you know, folks coming into the trades, but also people coming, you know, out of post-secondary schools and, and intentionally teaming people up and pairing people together to say, hey, I'm here for you. I want to help you get to where you want to go. Uh, if you don't get to where you want to go, it's not a success for me, you know, versus, hey, this person failed. I don't think people feel, I believe systems, processes, and cultures fail people, you know? Mm -hmm. So getting better at establishing processes for when people come into an organization, they kind of have a blueprint to follow, you know, establishing that culture of continuous learning and continuous development, continuous improvement to get people to those next levels in their career. That's something that I'd like to see be improved in our industry. And there's a lot of room for improvement for it. So. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is well said, man. And that is that's a huge need. Um, you know, you've spoken about it kind of throughout this this episode here, man, just about the importance of, of mentorship. You had it. You know, it's helped you uh, the intentionality that you have to have behind it. You know, you pursuing that, but then also understanding how, you know, if if we are replicating that right, um, you know, for for others within the industry, both in the field and professionally then that ultimately leads right to, to more opportunity. And then it becomes more attractive as well, because you may have mentors that can, you know, help you be more of a tangible example or inspiration to, to others, man, or do that job, you know, in such a way to where you lead and you manage somebody in, in a very intentional way that allows them to grow. They're, they're going to speak to, you know, their circle, right? And be an advocate yep. in a very indirect way. You're, you, you are creating change and opportunity, right? Back to mm -hmm. your word, man, uh, for, for others, just by yep. being a very intentional kind of mentor in helping those who are kind of under your, your purview. So no, that's good. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we'd like to leave with, uh, especially when, you know, I have, you know, a, a, a black professional man, knowing that we need more within this industry. Um, mm -hmm. like what, what type of, what type of advice, 
uh, would you give to to any young person, man, that is thinking about this industry, but they don't know a lot? Like, what would you want to leave them with to maybe pursue this industry of construction? Uh, I would say be curious, be fearless. And um, I was actually watching something earlier on LinkedIn about uh, Jalen Hurts, and he was giving a speech and how they were saying how they asked him, was uh, he hungry? And he said, no, I'm not hungry. I'm actually starving, you know. So he was really starving for success and trying to be better and lead that team. And I, I would take that same mentality into the construction industry. It's don't be hungry, be starving. When you're starving, you're really going to go after it, you know. And you got to, you know, it's going to be some hard times. It's going to be some tough times. But at the end of the day, I mean, perseverance is really the key to life. So you got to persevere through some things, um, align yourself with people, and, and keep that mentality that, hey, I'm here. I know what I want to do. I want to get here. It may change along the way, but always keep constant in mind, you know, um, really just staying hungry, staying humble, and really going after what you want because it's, it's all here for the taking. Man, no, that is good. That is good advice, man. Um, yes, well, thank you, Leandris, man, for, for being on. Um, if anybody wants to connect with you, man, how can they connect with you? They may want you to be their mentor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really, the, the best way is probably through LinkedIn. So I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, L.R. Whedon is my name. I use my first two initials now. Kind of in honor of my grandfather who got me in the industry. He was RT. So, but they, they can find me on LinkedIn, you know, man. I, I'm, I'm always willing to connect and talk to somebody who wants to be in the industry or somebody that's, you know, just wants to listen to hear, bounce ideas off of, strategize with. I'm all for it, you know. I'm, I'm really not focused on, hey, man, this is the company I work for. Yeah, I want us to be great, but I want the industry to be great. I want us to be better as an industry in the years moving forward. So, we can do that make the industry better, everybody's going to be better. We're all going to benefit from it. Man, well, thank you, LR, man. It's been a pleasure. Take care. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning into our show. Remember, like, share, subscribe to the podcast and join the movement as we reach to build a better future that we can all be proud of.